Welcome once again to Precept on Spirit Group Podcast. My name is Reverend Dr. Timilolua Liu, and it's my pleasure to come your way one more time today. It's day 15 of Precept, the 15th episode, and we bless God for the awesome journey we have had so far. Uh, we are on Matthew chapter 1 and verse 2. I believe that you have been greatly, greatly blessed in these past 15 days. Uh, Matthew chapter 1 verse 2. Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Judas and his brethren. I want you to see something here very carefully. Uh, Abraham begat Isaac. Isaac begat Jacob. Jacob begat Judas and his brethren. It was the first time in the case of Judah that his brethren were mentioned. Isaac was not the only child of Abraham, but Isaac's brethren were not mentioned. It was simply Abraham begat Isaac. It was also Isaac begat Jacob. There was no evidence that Jacob had any sibling as far as God was concerned, as far as God's rule call was concerned. But when it got to Judah, it was Judah and his brethren. So, for what, what was the reason why Judah's brethren found, you know, what we call an honorable mention, so to speak? At least, we know that they were not the heirs to the promise. The promise of the Messiah uh, was, as it were, inherited by the tribe of Judah. But you see, all the other tribes of Israel tagged along with Judah. Judah's brethren didn't get, as it were, a direct promise of the Messiah coming from them, but they became beneficiaries of the promise. The first thing I want you to see there is this. You see, in the case of Isaac, there was some bad blood already between Isaac and Ishmael. I mean, even from the moment that um, Isaac was born and all of that, there was some form of bad blood already. To the point that Sarah asked Abraham to send Agar and Ishmael away. So there was some bad blood already. In the case of Jacob and Esau, there was some bad blood. In fact, Esau threatened to kill Jacob. But in the case of Judah, there was no record that anybody fought him or became jealous because he got the, the promise. Because he was here to the promise. And that was one reason why they became beneficiaries of the promise. Let me tell you one thing. If you see anybody that is better than you in anything, that is more graced than you in anything, never fight them. It is fully to fight anybody that is higher than you. It is fully. When you meet anybody that is higher than you, there are three ways you can respond. Number one way is to learn from them. Number two way is to tag along with them befriend them number three way is to submit to them you can watch from afar and just learn from them one or two lessons things that can help you 
you can decide to move close and just you know tag along follow them on the journey and then the third thing is you can actually submit to them and say i want to become like who you have become help me to become like that teach me train me that's submission in the case of judah's brethren they kept faith with judah they stuck with him and they became beneficiaries of the promise let me tell you one thing you don't need to receive a direct promise from god to become a beneficiary of the promise you don't need to receive a direct covenant from god to become a beneficiary of the covenant all of us talk about abraham's blessing the blessing or the covenant was not made to us but because we have kept faith with jesus christ we become beneficiaries of that promise we become beneficiaries of that covenant so these 12 these 11 tribes 11 other tribes of israel they kept faith with judah they went everywhere together with him from the time they were in egypt when they left egypt they went together moved together to the promised land you know you know if it was only judah that went to the promised land i think god was okay the future rested on judah the future rested on judah and listen it was right in front of all of them that jacob said all of your father's children will bow down to you they didn't fight prophecy they didn't say you you know like in the case of joseph when joseph began to tell his dream there was some form of bad blood animosity they even wanted to kill him but this one they heard it from their father directly and their father told judah said your father's children will bow down to you yet they tagged along with him they knew that it was inevitable they had to bow down to him yet they didn't fight it left egypt went on their way to the promised land they went with him they stuck with him and you know what all of the tribes began to expect the messiah in other words they they, they owned the promise even though it was not directly given to them so it was as if God made a promise to Judah and God joined the 11 tribes to him and said, you know what, all of you bow to him, submit to him. And then they did so and began to expect the dividends of the promise that God made to Judah. Where am I going? This is the question I want to ask you. Who has God joined you to? Who is that Judah that God has joined you to? Are you well acquainted with what God told your Judah? Are you well acquainted with the promise? Have you owned the vision? Are you really tagging along? Are you following? Are you going everywhere with your Judah? Making sure that you don't lose touch? Making sure that you don't lose connection? Listen to me. Association is very, very important in this kingdom. Association is very, very extremely important in this kingdom. In this kingdom, men rise by three things. And these three things will determine your expressions in destiny. Number one is revelation. Number two is passion. Number three is association. If you see anybody become great in anything on this earth, is it that they received a special revelation, a vision, or whatever, a covenant, whatever it is from God? Or their passion drove them to that place of greatness? Or they simply became great by association. So it's either revelation, passion, or association that raised men on this earth. 
and listen it is possible that you don't have that much i've met people who think it's all about big revelation so because they they hear some people share some big revelation rema this is what i saw this is what god told me and then they are asking themselves me i have not seen any does it mean that my life is useless does it mean listen it is not everybody that will rise that way some people will rise simply by passion they are just passionate about something and they invest their energy into it and they pursue it and that thing raises them in life some people it is passion passion for souls passion in fact it could be as simple as passion for what do they call this thing now uh 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 this um uh, the the maintaining the ecosystem what do they call that thing eco-friendly some people are so passionate about it and then they pursue it with their strength and all of that and then boom they rise in fact some people are passionate about feminism as much as i have you know some reservations about how some people practice what they call feminism but some people are passionate about it and that is what raises them in life so let me tell you it is not only revelation it's not only revelation that raises people on this earth passion can raise you and understand that when there is a passion in your heart many times it is god that put the passion there I'm not saying that every passion that you have is of God because definitely, you remember what I said yesterday, you must ask, does it make sense? Number two, you must ask, does it agree with the word of God? And then number three, what is the Holy Spirit saying to me on this matter? But it is not, again, it's not everybody that will rise by revelation. Some people rise by passion. And it is not everyone that will rise by revelation or passion. Some people rise simply by association. The other 11 tribes of Israel, they rose by association. They rose by association. It was the association with Judah that made them relevant in the scheme of things. That made them relevant in the agenda of God. So it's possible that you don't have a big revelation. It's possible that you don't have great passion. The question is, do you have the right association? The right association will make up for uh, the lapses or the lack of revelation and passion in your life. Bible says, Zion, sharpness, Zion. And you may be wondering, Abba, how will association make up for revelation? Where are you are talking of somebody that God showed something, had mighty revelation. You are talking of somebody that passion is burning in their heart. But listen, have you heard of imitation before? If someone has passion and then you imitate the person, you won't know when the passion will be transferred to you. That is the power of association. That is the power of association. You think the disciples were always passionate about souls? Jesus said, follow me. I will make you fishers of men what was he saying i have a passion for the salvation of mankind follow me and as you imitate me the passion will be transferred to you that's the power of association so even if you don't have passion association can transfer passion to you by virtue of imitation have you heard of impartation before you may not have had a revelation directly from god but the dividends can be imparted to you that's why followership discipleship is very very important in this kingdom that's why spiritual fathering is very very important in this kingdom there are things that revelations that god has shown this person there are passions that god has placed on the heart of this person 
and god says you know what follow that one follow him and that's why paul said be ye imitators of me as i am of christ it is as we imitate that certain passions will begin to find expressions in your heart there are dividends of revelations communions with god covenants and all of that you may not have had them Sometimes revelations from scripture, you didn't read the Bible to get it yourself, but by associating, sitting on that teaching, these things are taught to you free of charge and you hear it. The lesson here is this, you must understand the power of association in life. You must understand the power of association in life. You don't have to receive it directly to own it. You only need to find out who is God associating me with so that I can get this. You know, we live in a generation where people don't value associations that much. Especially in the kingdom. You find people change church for just whatever reason. Today this is your pastor, tomorrow that is your pastor. Next tomorrow then you have another pastor. And whether you call it pastor, call it disciple, spiritual father, mentor, we are talking practically about, yes, their functions will be a little bit different, but practically about the same thing. Today, this is your spiritual father. Tomorrow, that person is your spiritual father. Next, tomorrow, you are not even sure what you are doing with your life anymore. Oh, that's not how we behave in this kingdom. Who is your Judah? Keep faith with that Judah. Go everywhere, tag along. Don't fight the person because of the covenants or the promises that god has made with the person you have your own blessings from god too talk about all your joseph had his own blessing from god asha had his own blessing from god it's not a matter of superiority our roles are different and let's embrace one another's roles don't fight somebody else because you envy their role stay in the place where god has called you stay in the place where god has called you Many times in association, what we do is collaboration, difference in roles, then we bring together the different graces and roles that God has given us and we prosper by it. My prayer for you today is that God will indeed help you to understand the power of associations in the name of Jesus. God, as many as are yet to recognize who is their Judah, who is your joint in the body of Christ, that person that God is joining you to, God will grant you revelation and give you access to that person in the name of Jesus Christ. I've heard a lot of people talk about their spiritual father and they are talking about somebody they have watched on TV for 10 years and they say, no, 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 you can learn from somebody you are seeing from afar, but you can only tag along with somebody that you have direct access to. Access to. May God grant you grace. May God grant you wisdom in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm praying for you that God will raise you in this life. In the name of Jesus, whatever tool you need, revelation, passion, association, you will rise in the name of Jesus Christ. I call you blessed till tomorrow when I come your way again. Have a wonderful day ahead. Shalom. Did you know that Reverend Dr. Temilolo Ali is a certified life coach and you can have a free coaching session with him? 
visit ordainedcoach.com right away to learn more about him and this rare opportunity. Are you led to be a financial part of our ministry or to support what God is doing through our ministry and this podcast? You can give online by visiting bit.ly forward slash give to precepts today. We hope you were blessed by today's podcast. We encourage you to live by the truth you have heard today and share the link with your friends and family. Don't forget to click the notification bell so that you won't miss any episode. The Lord bless you richly.